Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast, a show that looks at mysteries and the unexplained. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I look at something unexplained, telling a story or describing it, then look at the theories surrounding it. I won't give you any answers because I don't know them myself. I'll just give you what you need to decide for yourself. Research is done as academically as possible, and references will be given after the stories. This is a creature feature episode, and this one is a folklore episode. This week, we're in Islamic folklore, looking at the Kujata. Kujata, which is a Spanish mistranslation of the name Kuyata, is part of Muslim folklore. It was created to support part of a structure, which in turn needed support. The world was unstable. It wobbled like a ship in a stormy sea. To support it, Allah created a giant angel. He ordered the angel to fly under the earth and support it by holding the east and the west. It did so, holding the earth, the six hells, and the seven heavens. But there was nothing supporting the angel then. So Allah created either a giant red ruby or a giant green gemstone, depending on the version of the story. The stone had 7,000 perforations in it, from which seas spilled forth. The angel was told to stand on the rock, but the rock had no support. Allah created a great bull to support the rock. The bull was enormous, larger than humans can comprehend. It was tasked with holding the rock, and it did so, putting the rock between its back and horns. The bull had no support either, so in some stories, Allah put some sand below the bull. A lack of support for the sand needed to be fixed though, and Allah created a huge fish to carry everything on. That's the end of the story of the Kujata, but not where it disappears completely. I know Kujata from a famous role-playing video game, Final Fantasy. It first appeared in Final Fantasy VII as a summon. Mistranslated as Kyata, when summoned it would use the attack Tetra Disaster. This attack would deal fire, ice and lightning damage to all enemies. It reappeared in Final Fantasy XIII as a foul sea, a supernatural being that exists beyond humanity. In this depiction, it supplied power to the Uraized Gorge. In Final Fantasy XIV, a massively multiplayer online game, the Kujata was known as the Mountain. It was awakened after a disaster called the Calamity and went on rampages through the Lanosia countryside. These rampages caused death and destruction. Players levelling a marauder, a warrior class that wields a great axe, are sent on quests to defeat Kujata for a boy and his grandfather after the boy's parents are killed by it. Kujata returned once again for Final Fantasy XV, where it can be fought by the party. There is a more powerful version of it in this game, the Molo Kujata. Kujata also appears in the many spin-off games in the series, including the trading card game, but I haven't looked at them because they're mostly just reiterations of the main game characters. 
I'm sure I've missed a lot of the story, but it was difficult to find anything about the Kujata in the first place. If anyone has any more information about him, don't hesitate to email me using the email in the episode description. For now though, let's look at the description of this book. Kujata appears in Muslim folklore and helps to support the whole world. In the Final Fantasy series, it aids players as a summonable creature or battles the player as a monster. But what does it look like? The Kujata is a giant bull, which I've already covered. However, there are some major differences between this creature and a normal bull. The Kujata is described in two ways in Islamic texts. First, we have the description given by Al-Kazmini. This description gives Kujata 40,000 eyes, 40,000 noses, 40,000 ears, 40,000 mouths, 40,000 tongues, and 40,000 legs. The other description comes from Al-Damiri. This version is similar but attributes 4,000 of each feature aside from horns and legs, which get 40,000 each. It's said that the distance between each pair of legs takes 500 years to cover. It gives you a better idea of just how gargantuan this creature is. In this version of the creature, the spread of its horns goes beyond the boundaries of Earth. It's said that he breathes twice a day and because his nose is in the water, these breaths cause the ebb and flow of the tide. If it moves for any reason, it's said to be the reason for earthquakes. The Kujata and the giant fish beneath it are said to drink the water of the oceans spilling out from the gemstone above them. When their stomachs become full, they will become agitated, which is a sign of the advent of Judgment Day in Islam. In the Final Fantasy series, the creature takes a similar form. In Final Fantasy VII, it takes the form of a huge brown bull with multiple eyes, tongues and horns. It keeps four legs though. On its back is a large red mane, which is likely a representation of the ruby it carries in the original story. In Final Fantasy XIII, due to the nature of the Falci, it loses its bull-like appearance in return for a more robotic appearance. In this form, it has a metallic body with no head, a tail and two arms. It's attached to a power station where it powers the area using its body. When it appeared in Final Fantasy XIV, it returned to its bull form. This time, it had four elephant-like legs and two long horns growing straight from the side of its head. It only has two eyes as well, and a long brown mane that was similar to that of a buffalo. Its reappearance in Final Fantasy XV somewhat returned it to its initial appearance. Still with the four legs and two eyes, the creature was given four horns. 
its mane became short and white, but the body was seen to have grown deposits of rock. The Molokajata looks very similar. Instead of having a grey colouring though, it was a deep red. The horns are black in colour in this version, and the creature has a fire affinity instead of an earth affinity. In most instances of Kujate in the Final Fantasy series, it is part of the earth element. The original form was given fire, ice and lightning, mainstays of the series and the core three spells in most of the games. There are two versions that don't really fit into the Kujata folklore though, the Falsi and the Molokujata. The Falsi Kujata is a robotic creature which can't possibly fit in the usual way due to its nature. The Molokujata, however, is a reskinned version of the Kujata. To separate it from the original version, it was given an affinity with a different element. That's it for the description of the Kujata. Let's see if there are any theories. The Kujata helps to hold up the world in Islamic folklore and appears in the Final Fantasy series many times. But what is it really? There aren't actually any theories to this one. It's part of a creation story for a religion. There isn't any speculation on what it could be either. It's part of a support pillar that holds up the world. The story was adapted into Abrahamic religion where the behemoth or leviathan represent the Kujata. I plan on covering the behemoth later in the year, so we'll look at how they're different to each other then. Until then though, there isn't really a huge amount to discuss in terms of what the Kujata is. It lives outside of Earth, so there aren't really any options here. That means it falls into the usual folklore theories. It either exists or it doesn't. The rest is up to you. The story and descriptions from this episode came from the article called Kuyata, from a book of creatures, the demonic paradise fandom article called Kujata, and the Final Fantasy wiki article on Kujata. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Social media links are available using the link in the episode description. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we'll be recording and posting Season 1 episodes to YouTube soon. These will be cut down so that they can be watched on TikTok as well. I have a Patreon, but I'm still deciding what to post on it this season. There's a £3 tier if you want to support me anyway. 
The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and as before you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. My email address is also in the episode description if you want to send me spooky stories, unexplained events or even mysteries you want me to look at. If I get enough, I'll set up some listener episodes to read them. Please don't hesitate to email me if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said. Once I've seen the email, I'll make sure to correct myself. The next episode will be out on Wednesday, and next week's Creature Feature will be out on Saturday, March 18th, so hold on until then.